You're listening to Friendlier, the podcast for friends who love to talk, read, and eat. I'm Sarah. And I'm Abby. Today we're going to talk about our homes, but first let's catch up on life lately. What's new with you, Sarah? I want to give a living room update. We had our windows put in. If listeners recall, there was a lot of discussion around what color of windows to get back in the summer, and then it was several months to have the windows made and get on the schedule to get them installed. So it just happened this week. We went with black inside and out. I am so happy with how they turned out. But in that process, we had to move everything away from the windows during the install. Mm. So the living room was disrupted. And then instead of putting it back the way that we had, I had a friend come over and we rearranged it. Ooh, fun. It's really back to its original configuration when we first moved into the house. Mm -hmm. And I love it. It's open before we had tried to make kind of a cozier section by using a couch as a wall to enclose the space. And now it's back to having the couches against the walls. Mm. And the house feels so much bigger in the winter, which feels so nice. It just feels refreshed. And I am loving being in the space. Sounds amazing. What's new with you? I passed my NCLEX, the nursing board exam. So I am a registered nurse. Yay! (laughs) Still haven't gotten a job. Still working on that. (laughs) One thing at a time. That's right. Now let's talk about what we've been reading. What have you been reading, Sarah? I read The Thursday Murder Club by Richard Osman. This is a cozy mystery. It's about a group of residents at a senior living community in Britain, and they get together every Thursday to review old crimes and see if they can solve them. Love that. Then a murder occurs, and they go about investigating. I really enjoyed all of the unique characters that were fun to get to know throughout the book. It was composed of a lot of very short chapters, and there were diary entries from one character interspersed Mm. with perspectives from different people as you went through the story. Cool. I don't know that there's anything in particular I didn't like, but this book was raved about by friends to me. And while I enjoyed it, I didn't enjoy it to the same level I was expecting based on the hype. I would recommend it if you like Cozy Mysteries. This is solid, and I probably will read the next two in the series. Mm. Now that I've done the work of getting to know the characters, I feel like it'd be really fun audio to listen to, but I'm not just absolutely racing to pick up the next book in the series. Fair enough. What have you been reading? I recently read Shipwrecked by Olivia Dade. This is the third book in the Spoiler Alert series and definitely my favorite so far. Okay. The structure of the romance is that it's a long game, so told over multiple years, and Mm -hmm. the female and male main characters are two fat actors who are the only two characters in the part of the God of the Gate show that they're in. So they're filming on this remote island, Mm. basically with just themselves and like a very small crew Mm -hmm. for most of their friendship. And it was awesome. I also loved how the different storylines were traced through this sort of longer arc. Hmm. And they all kind of come to a head at the same time. So if you've read the other two, then you can kind of follow what is happening with them. Mm -hmm. I really love this book. Sounds great. Let's move on to our topic for today, our homes. Sarah, we'll start with a general question. How do you want your home to feel? I picked three words, cozy, 
comfortable, and minimalist. I want it to feel like a place that people are welcome, and I want it to not feel overwhelming with stuff, like that there's just the stuff you need, but that you have everything that you need. I love that. I followed your lead and also picked three words. Mine are welcoming, warm, and vibrant. Mm. And like you said, I want people to be able to come in and feel like they can be at home and have comfortable places to sit. And the word vibrant I chose specifically because I want it to feel like we are doing life in our home. Like I want that to come through when people are there and seeing it. I want them to have a sense of the life of our family from being in Mm. our home with us. Mm-hmm. What are your favorite spaces in your home and why? My favorite space has to be my living room. Partly it's that energy of the newly arranged space that I talked about in life lately, but mostly it is the huge picture window and all of the plants mm. and a comfortable couch that was a Craigslist find right when we moved here from Austin. So good. Just makes for a lovely place to hang out. And in the winter, that's where the fire is. So Mm. it's the warmest place in the house. So definitely where I like to be all winter long. My favorite is our bedroom. I love our bedding, especially our winter bedding. It's like a really beautiful botanical duvet cover. And, you know, duvets are like puffy. So it looks really Mm -hmm, cozy. mm -hmm. And then I got an amazing chair for $30 at a yard sale At some point during the pandemic, Mm -hmm. I loved the chair and texted a picture to Andrew. He was like, man, I don't like it. It's like a little too colorful for me. And I was like, hmm. So he came home. (laughs) And then I was like, you really don't like it? How much do you not like it? (laughs) Because we were really close. Uh And I think even the kids and I were walking. And then I went back with the Volvo to get it because I was like, it's just too good of a deal. It's just too comfortable Mm -hmm. to find a used chair that doesn't smell, that's in Mm -hmm. good shape, that doesn't have like previous cat odor, anything like that. I was like, it's just too good. And I love that chair. And I did so much studying in it. I have a little folding table that's kind of like a bigger TV table that I studied on a lot Mm -hmm. over this past year. And there's a bookshelf that my grandfather built that's there that we have had in every one of our houses that's like small and slender. And then I have some art that my aunt made and another piece of art. I mean, it's just a really sweet little corner. I love it so much. Okay, what about your least favorite spot, Sarah? You are making me very jealous of your lovely bedroom (laughs) because my least favorite spot is our bedroom. I don't hate it, but right now it has a bunch of extra furniture until we finish redoing the back room on our house. So it feels overstuffed, Mm. which is not my favorite way for a space to feel. Yeah. And we don't have any art in the space. There's a dresser that we got off Craigslist, which is very functional, but I don't really like the look of. Mm. It's fine. I do spend a lot of time in our bedroom, but it's not a place that I want to seek out. And I am hoping, I'll talk more about our plans for the back room, but that is where our bedroom will be. And I am hoping that we can start fresh Mm. back there and make that into a space where I want to spend more time going forward. Sounds good. My least favorite is probably our big bathroom. It has so much potential and it's really a lovely space as far as bathrooms go. But right now it's very Mm -hmm. beige and gray Mm -hmm. and there's only so much you can do with towels to change it. But later on, I'll talk about the things that I want to do in there. Sounds good. So speaking of things that we want to do, 
first, let's talk about what we wish was different in our houses. Most of the things I wish were different will be fixed and changed with the renovation project we're doing. So to give a quick overview, we have this addition on the back of our house, which is just a big rectangular room. It has a wall going maybe two-thirds of the way through it that divides it into two spaces. And our plan is moving the wall further out so that we can create a bedroom for me and Neil, putting in closets, We're replacing and moving all the windows and doors, and we're going to vault the ceiling. Right now, that whole room, the ceiling isn't even eight feet Mm. with the way they constructed it. It's like seven feet, three inches, so Mm -hmm. it feels really cramped. Sure. And we'll vault it to match the roof line. And doing that project will mean the kids can then each have their own room. E will move into our current bedroom. That will change so much of how we use the house Doing the project we did last year where we created another full bathroom, created more storage, and then have an actual laundry room, which freed up space for a pantry, that has already changed how we use the house so much. So I have really high hopes that finishing out this last piece will really make the house feel livable and functional for a long time to come. Ooh, I hope so. Things that will not be fixed with this renovation that I wished were different More light in our current bedroom. We have two windows in the corner and it's just very dark. And I think that's part of why it's not one of my favorite spaces Mm. to be in the house Mm -hmm. is that lack of light. We had talked about putting in a solar tube. We put one in the room next to it that's now the new bathroom. And that has been so great. And we talked about putting one in here and we didn't do it. And I wish that we had Mm -hmm. because the solar tube is just such a great way to get more light without redoing your walls to put in windows. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Maybe y'all can still do it for E when she moves in there. Maybe so. It's a little trickier now that we have a metal roof. Mm. Felt like one of those things that we needed to decide to do before that went on. Mm. But it's a possibility. And then I also really wished we had a garage. Mm. As you know, when you're house shopping, it is hard to find a house that has all of these things that you're looking for. Yeah. And location and price were at the top of our list when we were doing the home search and we didn't find anything with a garage that fit with our other desires. We have a shed where we can store tools and we have a carport where Neil installed some bike racks and we keep our bikes there. But I wish the bikes could be more protected and I think a garage would be so much easier to organize than a shed Mm. because of having a bigger, more open space to work with. Yeah. But it's never going to happen, so just got to accept it for what it is. What do you wish you could change in your house? I've started to wish that we had more spaces to welcome people. Mm. It works so great for our immediate family. And really, that's how we mostly used it for the past few years because we weren't doing a lot of entertaining with COVID and with how busy things were. Mm -hmm. But now, as things have opened up more, as we have more local friends, I really wish that we had more comfortable space for people to be. So, Mm -hmm. for instance, when we had our giant Christmas tree, which took up a lot of space in our living room, and we Mm -hmm. had Andrew's family here to celebrate the holiday, it felt really crowded. And, like, there wasn't enough adult seating Mm -hmm. during the days. And his family was lovely and stayed in an Airbnb because we also don't have a place for people to stay in our actual house. And so that's another thing where it's like 
I would love to welcome more overnight guests, but it's hard to invite people and then be like, oh, you can sleep in our sleep sofa in the middle of everything in our living room Mm -hmm. or you can get an Airbnb. Like that doesn't feel as welcoming as I would want it to feel. Yeah. So let's get into the specifics about the projects that you want to tackle. The first one is getting a new black faucet for the kitchen and replacing the hardware on the cabinets with black. Now that we have the black windows, I feel like that would really tie the space together and give it an updated look without us actually remodeling our kitchen, Mm -hmm. which is not high on my priority list. The kitchen is functional as is, but just those little pieces I think would make it feel new and refreshed Mm. and give it a more cohesive look. Mm -hmm. I definitely think we will get the faucet. I think the hardware is maybe a harder sell for Neil, and I can see us just leaving it as is. But I hope that we get it together to change it all out. So our first priority for projects is to get our back porch to be more usable and livable because we have such good weather in Birmingham. Mm -hmm. Then that will give us more space for entertaining and welcoming people to make that a more functional living space. And that space is awesome and big. And we really used it a lot. Like when Pepper was little, he used to bike around and around and around (laughs) that space. (laughs) which was awesome. But right now what it's turned into is kind of a junk collecting area. You know, so we have like some camping gear out there, like Mm -hmm. some gardening stuff out there. And it is hard to be out there when it's hot. So our plan is to do fans, which will help with bugs. You know, mosquitoes can't really fly in fans and will also help like circulate the air. It has a really high vaulted ceiling, which is beautiful. But the one fan that's up there doesn't do much to move the air because it's up so high. And then to get some comfortable, more permanent seating so that it does function like another living area for the parts of the year that we can be out there. And then longer term thinking about maybe a projector and screen to do like movie nights Mm. out there, which could be really fun. Mm -hmm. And so we're still sort of in the planning process for that. But when Andrew and I were talking about what we want to do this year, we would like to have this be the year where we have our back porch get functional and awesome. I'm still deciding about whether I want to buy or build furniture. Mm. I think I would like to build the furniture, but then in terms of getting cushions, I don't think I would make Mm. the cushions, so then you have to buy them. So they're kind of expensive anyway. So would it just be nicer to invest the money in something that I like how it looks better than something that I could build? I don't know. I'm still going back and forth on that. My next one is repainting. Both repainting the living room a darker color and the bathroom a new color. I love the color we painted our kitchen, which is Atmospheric by Benjamin Moore. And we still have leftover paint. And I'm thinking about painting one wall in the living room to see how I like it. And maybe just leaving it like that, just with one wall with more color and putting up a big art piece there. But maybe painting the whole thing. I went light a few years ago because I thought that would feel brighter in the winter. And what we had before was a beige color, which Mm. just felt pretty blah. Mm -hmm. But... The color I chose isn't my favorite. It's a really light blue color. And then there's so much dirt from all of the hands that make their ways onto our walls Mm -hmm. for unknown reasons. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I think I'm just wanting something that feels cozier. The word that you use, vibrant, it makes me think of that, like wanting Mm. more vibrance in the room. 
as opposed to just the lightness. So we'll see. I think doing that painting the one wall could happen really soon because I already have the paint and it's a pretty small wall. Mm -hmm. And then I can just see what I think and go from there. The bathroom is this very ugly blue color. It used to be an even uglier blue color that I first chose, (laughs) but then I got a new blue color that is also ugly, but less so. And I think it would look much better a different color. And this is also one that I think we have paint we can use. I love the color we painted our laundry room, Mm -hmm. which is this rich green color. Mm. And we have leftover paint. So we could make that happen. Just hasn't risen quite to the top of the priority list, but is on there. Fair enough. My next project that I want to do also has to do with painting. And when I think about it, I'm like, what is the low-hanging fruit? So for me, that's Mm -hmm. bathrooms first especially my beigey big bathroom downstairs. It's just so much beige. I mean, we have so much beige throughout our house because our house was new when we bought it. And so the builder just painted everything the same beige color and the trim Mm -hmm. is the same color Mm -hmm. in like, you know, the slightly different finish, but it's a lot of beige. (laughs) So I want to do our bathroom a dark blue and I want to do our half bath downstairs a dark green. I also want to paint an accent wall probably like a terracotta color in our living room Mm. and Mm -hmm. then do a board and batten wall with a shelf for plants Mm -hmm. and then sort of a longer term plan I have for our living room is a big rearrangement and another big couch and then to do a faux fireplace that I would tile like build a mantle Mm. and tile and you know be able to put like candles or twinkle lights or even plants in the faux fireplace and move where our tv is so that Mm -hmm. it would be a little bit of a different vibe to welcome people and also just have more textures in the room than big off-white walls that makes a lot of sense and I want more plants everywhere because I love plants (laughs) always (laughs) I was talking to a friend about these potential changes to the living room and I said I just want to feel like I live in a forest (laughs) yeah with going with the green color on the walls plus all the plants Uh uh-huh that's a vibe I'm going for (laughs) I love it My final one is window treatments in the bedrooms. In our room, we still have the cheap plastic blinds that came Mm -hmm. with the house, Mm -hmm. and they're dirty and don't look nice. And then we have a curtain, using fake quotes when I say that (laughs) word, that Neil made, that we hook up at night because there's light from the neighbor's house that comes in Mm. where we're sleeping otherwise, so we put that up to block some light. But would be nice to actually have curtains with curtain rods Mm -hmm. that would be more functional and look nicer. And the same for the kids' bedroom. It's also a bit of a MacGyvered situation in terms of different random curtain rods. We found places and fabric that is sort of turned into curtains and sort of not. And some plastic blinds, it is not great. So I would love to make curtains, get curtain rods, and just have it all look streamlined. So my last one is a big one, and this is a long-term project that we would only undertake if we knew that we were going to be here for a long time. Mm -hmm. And I think it's hard to know still, but long-term, I would love to put a small apartment over our garage. Our garage is a detached garage, 
And that way we would have a place to welcome out-of-town guests. Mm -hmm. I could also Mm -hmm. see it working as a home office space Mm -hmm. and a hangout space that could be for the kids as they get older when they want to have more separation Mm -hmm. from family stuff and don't just want to be hanging out in bedrooms, that that could be a space that they could go to for that as well. That's sort of a pie-in-the-sky dream, but I think it could make this house that we're in work for us long-term. Got to put it out there into the universe. What projects are you most proud of that you've already completed, Sarah? It felt good to answer this question because there are so many projects to choose from that I'm really happy with how it's turned out. Mm -hmm. And we've been in this house now for six and a half years. And I feel like we have taken on a lot and made a lot of changes, some big and some small. I am loving our new bathroom and having an actual laundry room instead of it being in the kitchen and just spilling out everywhere yeah. and having so much pantry stuff stored on top of cabinets where you had to climb on the counters to get it down. It's just much more functional. So that has turned out just as well as we had hoped. I also really love the entryway update that Neil did. We opened up a wall there and Neil built benches that go around two sides of our dining room table and then also cubbies that are in the entryway where we can put all of our many shoes and boots. And then feeling great about the windows. Happy with the color choice after all of the back and forth (laughs) and all of the looking at photos and talking to people and crowdsourcing opinions. Black was a great choice. And I am so happy we went ahead and made that happen. It's awesome. My favorite projects are definitely in our backyard. So... The chicken coop, which is a huge one. The garden stone wall that Andrew built. I love the garage shelving and organization that I've done Mm -hmm. out there has been so awesome in terms of making our garage more functional for the things that we want to use it for. Inside, I actually haven't done much, which I've talked about on the pod some, but I got a new shelf for Christmas that's a decorative oval shelf, and I hung it up on the wall in our half bath, and I put plants in there, and I just love how it looks so much. (sighs) Plants for the win. So satisfying. What are the things that have gone wrong when you've been setting up or updating in your home, Sarah? Just lots of very poor paint color choices, and I have still never bought a sample of paint. (laughs) When will I learn? I don't think you ever will, my friend. (laughs) And mine is an organizational thing that when we first moved in, we initially turned the primary bedroom into a playroom because we wanted to all be upstairs Mm. together and thought that that Mm -hmm. would be a good way to use the spaces down here to have a separate spot where the kids could play during the day, sort of keep Mm -hmm. the living area as kind of more a full family zone, you know, less toys on the floor. And we wanted the kids to share a room. But then... Plum and Pepper couldn't share a room because Pepper was too busy and noisy and he wasn't even one yet. Mm-hmm. And Plum just wants to go to sleep. She is my best ever sleeper I have ever met in a child. <laughs> so <laughs> I think the first night we put them in there together, we were going to try it. We sort of prepped everyone. Everyone was ready. This might take a few days of adjustment. <laughs> but Pepper started screaming. Plum started screaming, Mom, I can't sleep. He's crying. I can't sleep. And we were like, okay, we're done. So Mm -hmm. Pepper moved downstairs, which turned out to be good in terms of sleep training. It was good to have that separation. But then the one-year-old was sleeping in the largest bedroom. (laughs) So we did that for a good 
year and a half, I think, before mm-hmm. we were like, okay, let's make a change. We moved Pepper upstairs to the small bedroom that Plum had been in. We moved Plum into the bedroom that Andrew and I had been in. And then we moved downstairs. Now I love my bedroom, but that was not great at first. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but now it is so much better. I am glad to hear it. And we've alluded to this some, Sarah, but is this home that you're in now your forever home? If we stay in Bloomington, we won't move. I am so looking forward to enjoying the house after this renovation is done this year, getting the house set up, organizing things into their new homes, and just taking it all in. I cannot wait. But I should qualify what I said. I don't think we will move until the kids are out of the house. I have a dream of buying a condo close to downtown at some point. Mm. For now, it's really great to have a yard and be in a neighborhood where it's easy for our kids to play with all the other kids. But once they are older and out of the house, living without a yard in easy walking distance to everything sounds very dreamy and is definitely on the table. I love that. And this is definitely our forever home if we stay in Birmingham. Mm -hmm. We love our location too much to leave. And with what interest rates are now, it would probably double. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I am not about that. And then, like I said, our house is really workable for our family. And I think there are things that we can change with some investments down the line to make the house really work for us long term. Yeah. That's the end of our home conversation. Listeners, we would love to hear what you want your home to feel like and what is working and not working there for you. Now let's talk about what we've been eating. I want to share... An easy instant pot beef stroganoff from lacremedelacreme.com. I was very skeptical about this because I haven't really cooked things like stew meat in the instant pot with very much mm-hmm. success. Like one time I tried to make corned beef, I just didn't cook it for long enough. So it was really tough and unpleasant. Mm. But I have been craving beef stroganoff and it was just really hard for me to have the activation energy to like actually cook it. So I was like, okay, let's find something easy. So found this recipe, got the stuff. And this was amazing. I loved it so much. I will absolutely be making it again. My children did not love it, but Andrew and I raved about it and we fought over the leftovers. So this will absolutely be coming back. The thing that's really weird about this recipe is that you cook the meat and the mushrooms and the onions together for a while. Mm -hmm. And then you add the egg noodles to the Instant Pot and repressurize it, which I have never cooked pasta Mm. in the Instant Pot Mm -hmm. like that. And I guess it's not that different from rice. You just cook it like a much shorter time. Right. But that really went a long way toward making it sort of creamy and thicker. I did thicken it with a little Mm -hmm. cornstarch, which is a recommendation that they give. And then I Mm -hmm. added tons more sour cream than they call for because I love the flavor of sour cream, but would really recommend this. I love that you're sharing this. Beef stroganoff is on my meal list for this week. Oh, good. We visited a friend's house last year and they made this excellent beef stroganoff. Mm -hmm. They use the Beyond meat. Oh, yeah. And it was so good. So that is on my list. It's a recipe from Damn Delicious. So mm-hmm. maybe I'll give an update next time on how that beef stroganoff recipe is. Yeah. But I'm super intrigued by being able to do it in an Instant Pot. That sounds very easy and great. Yeah. Love it. What have you been eating, Sarah? 
going into this new semester, we decided that the kids would be making their own lunches. Yeah. And in order to make that go successfully, that we tried to brainstorm some different things that we could be sure to have on hand so that there weren't all these questions of, what can we pack in our lunch? Mm. Which is the question Neil and I used to ask ourselves <laughs> when we were making their lunches and had not planned for what we would put in there. Sure. So I found a recipe on Give Me Some Oven. It's very straightforward. has oatmeal, unsweetened coconut, peanut butter, honey, cocoa powder, and then you can add chia seeds and flax seeds. Mm -hmm. I actually think the flax seeds are not listed as optional, but I originally ground up some flax seeds that we had and added it to them, and the flax seeds had definitely gone rancid. Mm. I was like, why does this smell so bad? And I ended up having to throw out that entire batch because it was so gross. Disappointing. Mm -hmm. And we didn't have more flax seeds at that time. So I made it without. I added a little bit of extra oats Mm -hmm. to kind of absorb more of the liquid things, and that was fine. The kids love these. They helped me make them. The most time-consuming part is making them into the ball shape. Oh, sure. And it was such a success last week. This weekend, we did it again. And E was saying, this can be our weekend tradition that we make these together. I was like, yes, we should have a weekend tradition of getting our stuff ready for the week. Love that. We'll see how long they're into them. I feel like everything goes through phases where they're super into it and then they get done real quick. Totally. But for now, huge hit. I love them too. It's great to just grab one and get some chocolatey, oaty goodness. Love it. That's all for this episode of Friendlier. It's been great talking with you, Abby, and with all of you listeners. You can find out more about everything we talked about today, including what we're reading and eating, in the show notes in your podcast player. You can also leave us a comment on Instagram at Friendlier Podcast, or you can email us, friendlierpodcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next time, may your books be engaging, your food delicious, and your conversations friendly. Tell about things that you wish were different in your house. Were you going to do a least favorite? Oh, yes. (laughs) I will. All right. Does that sound like enough things? Maybe you should link the the recipe, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good idea. Hold on. Let me look it up. Bathroom. Oh, so many regrets. Uh, Yeah. (laughs)